friends and foes. Welcome to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're talking about the studio log. I wonder if you're like me. I love record keeping. I love data analysis, and I love both of those things when they are about my own creative habits. Sometimes when I'm in the studio, I have a lot of motivational energy. I have a clear directive of what I'm doing. And other times I want to sit and look at art books, but not actually consume anything and kind of mess around on my computer. A tool I have to combat this is the studio log. When I was a senior at Cornish in 2012, I heard about this tool, which is the studio log. One of my professors had come up to me and she's like, Stephanie, you seem a little bit frazzled. I was in the middle of my thesis show. I had maze paintings left, right, and center. I had a whole font that I had created that was based on illusions and tricks of the eye. And and it was, it was a lot that I was working on. I was doing printmaking. I was doing painting. I was finishing up my classes. I was trying to put together my very first giant show along, you know, with all my other classmates. And she came up to me and she's like, Stephanie, I think you should try having a studio log. I think you need a way to organize your thoughts. And I will be forever grateful for this professor for recommending this to me because the studio log has been one of the most useful items that I've had in my studio for the last 11 years. It's a simple concept that you can add to your creative practice. It takes about a minute to do each day. And it's such a powerful reflection tool for looking back on how you're spending your time, how you're feeling about what you made, and keeping you focused on what you want to do next. A studio log is is not a journal, but it can seem adjacent to a journal. It's definitely not a sketchbook, so you're not going to draw on it. It is truly a log. In the beginning of my studio log days, I did really long form entries into it about really detailed descriptions of what I was making and what I had to do next and how I was feeling and any sort of events that happened that day. But as I got later into the years, my studio log became very succinct and very simple. I'm going to guide you through how to make your own studio log today. I'm going to guide you through what you need, how to do it, and the best usages of your time when you're adding a studio log into your creative habits. There are two things you really need for a studio log, which is a little notebook and a pen. It's very simple. This notebook should be small. Mine is about five by seven inches. It's quite small and it's no nonsense. It's completely blank. You can have one that's lined, whatever you like, but it's important that it's tiny because you actually don't want to encourage lots of writing for the studio log. You want it to keep it very data oriented and very small. You could do this on a Google Sheets. You could do something, you know, on your computer, but I like handwriting it because it keeps me off my computer, which for me is my biggest distraction source. You too, do you also find that distracting? So my studio log, I've had it since 2012 and I'm a little over halfway through all the pages. And what you do is you get your little journal and you get your pen and each day that you're in the studio, you're gonna write down these things. Everything that you created, So if you are, say, in the middle of a project, you're going to write down, worked on the big painting today. You're going to write down how long you were in the studio for. And then you're going to write down the date. And you're going to write down what you want to do next time. Four very simple things, right? So the date, the project, how long you were working, and what you want next time. And just those four things is going to get you into a, a mode of contemplation and reflection of this is what we did today. It's a record. 
it's a captain's log if you f- feel like it. <laughs> it's whatever you want to call it. And you'll be able to look back onto the years and see, okay, where was I super focused? Where, wh- when was I working on this project and how long did it take me? How long was I thinking about this project, right? So in my to-do list of future things, what I want to work on the next time in, I'm in the studio, I might say, like I'm currently working on my Zodiac series right now. It might say work on cancer, work on Pisces, work on Aries, whatever it is. And then, you know, the next day it might also say work on Pisces, work on cancer, work on Aries. <laughs> And that might go on for a couple of months, right? Where my intention to work on something might still be there every day without even actually getting into it, you know? Having this kind of reflection, this log, and then looking back on it, you know, looking back a week, looking back years. For me, it's been since 2012, I'm looking back. I get to see where my creative patterns happen. Like, what time during the month am I inspired? What time during the year am I inspired? How long after I've finished a painting do I need a break for it before I start a new one? Does the complexity of the painting change how I feel about it? Here are some principles I want you to like think about when you have a studio log. We're going to call them guidelines instead of principles. They are, you take them as you want them, right? So number one is you're going to state what you created and then optionally, you can state how you felt about it. On the brushwork page here, I have a couple images from my studio logs from 2012 and 2015 for you to look at. (laughs) And some of them are like, I finished this painting and I don't like it, but the client likes it. And then I have things like, finished this painting, super stoked about it. And, you know, made a hundred prints today. That was a lot. I'm exhausted and kind of (laughs) hungry. So you can write a little bit about how you feel. But uh, that takes us to the next point, which is the studio log is not a journal right? You're not going to write detailed aspects about how you were feeling with the studio log, with, you know, whatever project you're working on. You're not going to be like, well, I painted for this long. And, you know, maybe start thinking about um, what's something to think about while painting death. I started thinking about death and now I'm really sad. And then I had a crying session and, you know, I want to go into blah, 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 blah. Like we're not doing all that. You're keeping it short and succinct, right? Okay. So that takes us to number two. Record how long you were in the studio space for and what time optionally that you came in. I love to see how many hours I was in the studio. I usually round up to the next half hour for whenever I'm counting time because, you know, you can be precise. This is a log, but you don't have to be so like to the minute precise because that can be exhausting and not make you want to do the studio log. (laughs) Record how long you were in the studio space. My typical studio time lasts about three hours or so. Some days I'm in here for nine or 10 hours. Some days I'm in here for 15 minutes. What I love about a studio log is you're going to write down your log every single time you're in your studio. You come in here for your sketchbook and then you leave. You're going to write down, you know, July 31st, came in for the sketchbook, spent 10 minutes, and now I'm out, right? So (laughs) you're going to log. It's kind of like logging into a job almost, but it's just... You're, you're logging every time you're in the space. What happens eventually is that you you want to be in the studio more often, right? You start to notice, okay, well, I was in the studio for the first week of August, and then I came back the third week of August, and now I had three weeks where I didn't get to create anything at all, and that bothers me. Whereas when you're just living your life, if you don't log what you're doing, you might not notice that you took three weeks off. 
And that might have been time that you wanted to spend in the studio, but instead either were obligated to do something else or felt like unmotivated. <laughs> I love the studio log. It's so good. It's so powerful. I really hope you try it. So the next guideline, number three, is you're going to declare what you're going to work on tomorrow. No, I say tomorrow because I'm in the studio almost every day. But for you, think of it like, what am I going to work on the next time I'm in the studio? This is going to help you get rid of creative block. If you always have something you're going to work on next time written down somewhere, you're declaring it beforehand. You're declaring, okay, next time I'm actually going to clean the studio space instead of making anything. That's fine too. Next time I'm going to prep canvases for my new project. Next time I'm going to sharpen all the pencils I've been putting off or I don't know, clean my brushes. It's when you declare yourself about what you want to do next time and you keep it short to like one or maybe two things, it's going to keep you more focused and it's going to be like, wow, I'm so excited to go to the studio next. I'm so excited to get back into my creative space and it's really good. Number four is the studio log is not a journal. I've said this already today, but you want to keep everything that's in your studio log really short and succinct. You want to keep it like as brief as you can because you want the studio log entries to take you less than a minute to write down. Just really short, really quick, because we're not trying to take up your time here. Keeping it short, keeping it not journal-like will keep your thoughts separate and make you more... I guess it'll make you approach your creative space more practically, more no-nonsense, less whimsically. <laughs> not to be that person, but I think artists need to be a little bit less whimsical when it comes to their work. <laughs> and being more practical can help you make more art, which is what I want from you. I want to see more of your artwork. And I'm pretty sure you want to see you making more artwork. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Here are some things that I've noticed about myself because I have had a studio log. Back in 2012, I was applying to master degrees. And I wrote down in my studio log, I applied to this school and this school. And then two months later, I wrote down, got rejected from this school and this school. <laughs> I did not end up getting a master's degree in the decade that followed that. But I also wrote down, I also wrote down, I didn't actually want to get a master's degree. And that's revealing for something that was a single sentence that I wrote down in a studio log. Love that. Could have gone in a journal, but I'm glad I wrote it down there. Another thing I've noticed when I look back on my year's worth of studio log entries is that when I finish a painting that's rather large, let's say over three feet in any direction, I usually want to take a week off afterwards as a painting break because it takes me so much time to get that giant painting done. I've also noticed that whenever I go on art residency, my activity into the studio log amplifies a lot. I'm going to be honest, I'm not perfect. I don't have a studio log entry for every single day I'm in the studio. And sometimes I forget about it entirely. And then, you know, I see it a week later and I'm like, oh, I've been in the studio every day this last week, but I haven't written down anything. And that's fine, too. The studio log is there to encourage you. You shouldn't feel obligated to do it. You should feel like this is a tool that will help me be more creative. The last thing I really love about a studio log is that it shows you what you're working on in your timeline in the past. It's nice to see the chronological order that you've worked on something. It's nice to see that, oh, I worked on this painting for seven days or 12 days or three days. And, you know, we have a, we have a general understanding of how many hours we put into something, but having a studio log will keep it extremely precise. You'll know exactly how much time you've spent working on a painting or a print or a collage or whatever it is you create. 
Every once in a while, I like to add things to the studio log in the same sort of colors or fonts. It's fun to have different markers for things that you do often, like, oh, deep clean the studio. I do that like once a month, but when I look at my studio log, the truth is I do it every three months or so, deep cleaning. I do like tidying every day or so, but the deep cleaning is um, something that, you know, you think you do more often than you actually do. <laughs> so it's fun to have a log where you can you can really see your your habits and your patterns. And gosh, I just, I think you should try it out. I think you would like it. To wrap up the studio log episode here today, I'm going to go through all the things I think you need in order to have a really great studio log to set yourself up for success. And I mean, do you need another excuse to buy a cute journal? I'm just saying, they're so much fun. Okay, so here you go. For a great studio log, you need a notebook and a pen. Keep it small, keep it simple. You're going to follow these four principles. Number one, state what you've created and optionally how you feel about it. Number two, record how long you were in the studio space and how much time you, you spent while there. Number three, declare what you will work on tomorrow. And number four, you write the date. Maybe that should be number one. Number one should be write the date and then do all the following. See, order orders of things. It helps you keep more orderly. It's really good. Um, <laughs> we're not perfect here. And uh, number, number five is the studio log is not a journal, right? It's a log. Think of it as a log. We're recording what we're doing. And maybe, you know, someday you'll be super famous and um, people will look back on your studio logs and be like, wow, it's so fun to see what habits that she had while she was painting in her studio for such long times. Okay, that's it. I hope you make a studio log and you stick to it and you write things down and you like what you're seeing at the end of the year. It's so fun to look back at the end of the year. Anyways, if you like this episode, would you like the episode and leave a five-star review or select subscribe or press follow or whatever the button says when you're wherever you're listening to this that, that would be super that would help me out and reach me more artists to listen to brushwork <laughs> i appreciate you all make good choices friends and foes and i'll see you next time bye